A I N M E N U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Hi everybody, you're listening to Main Menu for the 26th of May, 2017. I am your co-host Jason Castanguay. I'm going to speak briefly, as this is a very tight show. First, we start off with Janine Stanley, as she gives us a demonstration of the Prismo Go iOS app. After that, Janine and I speak with Main Menu founder Jonathan Mosen, and he tells us more about the window eyes transition to JAWS, about which many of you have probably heard by now. After that, Janine offers a quick JAWS tip. To end the show, Janine Stanley gives us the OCR app Smackdown. Enjoy, everyone. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everyone. It's Janine, and today we're going to take a look at a new OCR app, which has been out for about a little around a month now, and it is called Prismo Go. Prismo Go is from the people who bring you the Prismo OCR app, and Prismo Go is basically a quick scanning solution. It's not going to do a lot of super formatting like Prismo might or things like that, but for quickly recognizing text, it is an amazing app. We'll have a big app smackdown later, but right now we're actually going to just take a look at the Prismo Go app. The price for this app is initially free with in-app purchases, and the total that you can spend in-app will vary. The maximum that you will be spending initially on the app is around $10, though. If you buy the enhanced package, which allows you to do some different features within the app, uh, and that is $4.99, uh, you will have access to voices, you'll have access to being able to activate things from within a scanned text, like phone numbers or websites. And you will also be able to have access to the enhanced scanning through the cloud. Right now, if you buy the free version of Prismo Go, you get the scanning feature, the OCR, on board. And that is the Abifine engine that a lot of programs use, too. The cloud OCR is Microsoft's OCR engine, which right now is in beta. And so it may or may not be what you want in an OCR engine, but it's quite interesting. And the way that this works is each picture is a credit, similar to the old TapTapC model. And so you're going to buy credits. And actually, they've got a pretty good deal here. So for uh, you get 10 free credits once you upgrade to the enhanced package. You get 10 free tries to see if you actually like this particular feature. Then you get 100 credits for 99 cents or 1,000 credits for 4.99. So the 4.99 is obviously a really big value. So there's your $10 cost. And then, you know, obviously um, as you use credits, you're going to have additional costs. However, um, it's a pretty decent price platform there for what you're getting. So let's go ahead and take a look at the app. Now as I lift it up, my phone is making some noises here. I am using an iPhone 6s with the latest, actually I have beta software here, so this is iOS 10.3.2 um, beta software. So. I am going to go ahead and start as we always do at the upper left corner. Appli application settings button. 
and there is our traditional settings button. I'm just going to swipe right with one finger. Flash off button. I'm going to go ahead and turn my flash on just because my office is kind of dark, so. Flash on. Stabilization on button. Stabilization. That is the noises that my phone is making, the little um, vibrations. And there's also a little click noise that it makes to stabilize. English built-in OCR button. So right now I'm working off the built-in OCR. If I choose to change, we can double tap on this and go to the cloud-based OCR. Take picture button heading. There is our take picture button. Import image button. We can also import images if you have a PDF or uh, a JPEG that's got text in it that you need to do OCR on. There you go. Scene description button. Scene description. Now, this has changed a little bit in one of the updates of the app. So this is basically the way that your camera is set up right now. And if I double tap on this. Detect and text. Rotate 17 degree right. Five lines of text are visible. Text coverage is 22%. Angle with gravity is 19 degrees. Okay, so that's going to give you a little bit of a notion of what you're going to be looking at. And I actually have something laying here on the desk that it was looking at. So, like the KNFB Reader, the most recent update of Prismo Go gave us the capability of using the buttons on the side of the phone, the volume up and volume down buttons, to actually do things. The volume up button will take a picture. The volume down button will give you that stabilization report and that information that we just heard to be able to line up your text. Let's start by taking one of my typical items, a crumply receipt <laughs> from my pocket. And we want to see what this receipt is. So I'm going to position my camera. And if you remember, one of the keys to really good OCR is to remember that the back facing camera is in your upper right corner. And you want to put that camera down on the surface of the middle of the document, as close to the middle as you can get it, and then raise up slowly. And I'm probably four, three or four inches above this receipt. And I'm going to go ahead and hit my volume down button. Detect and text. Rotate four degree right. 22 lines of text are visible. Text coverage is 65%. Angle okay. with gravity is seven degrees. Now I'm going to raise up just a little bit more and see what I get. Detect and text. 18 lines of text are visible. Text coverage is 50%. Angle with gravity is six degrees. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and take a picture and see what we get here. NSSL, customer copy, plus or minus NIOF 31 versus Mahalo Marketing 8300 Eastridge Avenue, Tacoma Park, Maryland, 20912 May 6, 2017 credit card, card ship card, 8 ATC, okay, TC, we the following. We're going to make her be quiet before she reads my credit card info to you. <laughs> But uh, as you can see, the scanning is pretty good on that particular receipt. And uh, I would know what that is and where to file it then. And I could also go on and take a look at the text. Let's go ahead and do that. NSSL, misspelled. Reading voice, Ava, English, NSSL. Customer copy, plus or minus now 31 verses. Mahalo Marketing, 8300 Eastridge Avenue, Tacoma Park, Maryland, 20912. Link, 05-06-2017 credit card. Card number sign chip card aid ATC TC 
The following number sign, batch invoice, approval code, BNL. Okay, there we go. So you can see that some things have links designated for them, like an address. And because I bought the enhanced package, I can actually double tap on one of those and it will do the corresponding iOS action to that link, which is really kind of cool, especially if you have phone numbers and you can tell that it's a pretty good phone number. You know, all the digits are there that are supposed to be there. Um, and, you know, OCR being what it is, be careful on those phone numbers, but it will bring you up into a call screen. So that's pretty cool. But now let's see what the difference is if we use the cloud OCR. So at the bottom left corner, there is a button. Return to camera. Button. Return to camera. We're going to double tap on that. Return to camera. Application settings. Scene description. Button. Okay, now I'm going to go back up to the top and swipe right. Take picture. Button. English. Yeah, swipe OCR. left. Button. There we go. Now I'll double tap on that. English. Text recognition. Heading. Done. Button. Cloud-based recognition. Heading. There is cloud-based recognition. Cloud OCR. 80 units. And that tells me how many units I have left out of my 100. So I'm going to double tap on that. Application settings. Button. And it takes me back to our main screen. So now let's go ahead and position. And we'll take another picture. Scene description. Application settings. Scene description. Button. Detecting text. Rotate a degree right. 26 lines of text are visible. Text coverage is 54%. Angle with gravity is 9 degrees. Recognizing text. Mahalo Marketing 8300 Falstridge Avenue. Tacomo, Maryland, 20912-0506-2017. Credit card visa sale, 120988. Card ship card aid, ATC. The following. Batch, invoice approval code, and B method, mode. Okay, we'll do the two finger double tap to silence her. So you see that we gain a little bit with the cloud-based OCR. And depending on what you're scanning, that might make a big difference. Now, let's see what else we can do with this text. And okay, so we'll go to the top left of the screen. Two, two of five. Mahalo Marketing. Eight thousand reading There's voice. Our text. Ava. There's our reading United voice. States. Repeat. Button. Play. Button. Stop. Button. Reading speed. 120%. Button. You can also change the reading speed, which is a really good thing. English. Button. Copy. Button. Share. Button. Return to camera. Button. Return to camera. Share. Button. So here we have a share sheet. Go ahead and double tap share. on that. Cancel. Button. Cancel. Button. More. Button. And I'm swiping left with one finger. Add to iCloud Drive. Save to Dropbox. Copy. Button. Save to Voice Dream. Button. More. Button. WhatsApp. Button. Facebook. Button. Add to Notes. Twitter. Button. Dream Mail. Button. So that's a pretty Drag standard iOS share sheet there. Whatever you uh, have available on your share sheet is what's going to show up there. So you can actually do things with this text once you've scanned it, which is also a very good thing. Okay, let's go cancel. ahead and cancel, cancel our share sheet. Mahalo Marketing. We'll go back to, camera. to button. the camera. Return to camera. Application settings. Scene description. Button. Okay. And we're ready to take another picture. And now we're in the application settings. Here's our in-app purchases. Export pack. Purchased. Dim. And the export pack is what actually gives you all of the features of being able to manipulate the text and being able to use the cloud-based OCR. And that is $4.99. Cloud OCR. 78 units. Button. There's our cloud OCR. We have 78 units. Camera. Heading. 
preferred language, English. Button. Detect QR codes. Switch button. On. And we can detect QR codes if they are there. Save pictures to album. Switch button. Off. You can save your scans into an album on your camera roll if you choose. I am not sure why you would want to do that, but... Low power mode. Switch button. Off. Live text overlay and some other features are disabled to save battery. Text recognition accuracy is not affected. Text reader. Heading. Read text automatically. Switch button. On. Spread the word. Heading. Write a review on App Store. Button. Share on Twitter. Button. Share on Facebook. Button. Help and support. Heading. Automation. Button. Under the automation section, there are a lot of different things that you can do with this app and the Workflows app. Some people have actually set up Workflows. If you know that app well and you know how to set up the Workflows, you can actually have Prismo Go added to your share sheet. Uh, send one of those pesky pictures with text or one of those memes with text that you see in social media. You can actually send it to the Prismo Go app and have it recognized. Now you have to know a little bit about how to use the Workflows app and we may take a look at that on a future main menu. So if any of you have set that up, just let us know. We'd be uh, very happy to hear a demo of how you've done that. Diagnostic and usage button. And here you can have the diagnostics and usage reported to the app developer. Send feedback button. Prismo iOS button. Prismo Mac OS link. Hydra iOS. Button. Okay, and here are the different products that this particular developer has. So I'm going to go back up to the upper right. Write a review on it. Done. Button. Done. Scene description. Button. Okay, and we are back to our main screen. As I said, this particular app for the export pack is $4.99. And then to buy the credits that allow you to use the cloud-based OCR, those are $0.99 cents for 100 credits. $4.99 for 1,000 credits, and you obviously get 10 free once you buy that export pack. So this is Prismo Go. Give it a try if you're looking for a low-cost but really effective quick and easy scanning alternative. Hi everyone, this is Janine with a special guest today and a very hot topic in the assistive technology world over the past several weeks since the big announcement. I am joined by my co-host, Jason Castingway. Hi, Jason. Hello there. And we are joined by a very special guest and no stranger to main menu, Mr. Jonathan Mosen from VFO. Hi, Janine. Great to be here. And hi, Jason, too. Hello there. Great. Well, we are going to start out by going over a little bit of history here with Jonathan in terms of the move from VFO to discontinue development of window eyes. Is that, would that be the correct way to, to state this, Jonathan? I think that's a very fair way of stating it. So WindowWise continues to be supported. If you use WindowWise right now, you can call and get tech support for it, but it won't be developed in the future. So we're giving people as much notice as we can about that so that you can take your time to transition. Over time, it will be the case that WindowWise will no longer meet your needs as Microsoft update Windows and we don't update WindowWise. There'll come a point where it may not be useful, but right now, it's still a viable product, it's still supported, and as soon as we made the decision, we wanted to let people know about that so that it gives people the maximum amount of time to transition. Right, and what is the transition path like for people who are going to, who have decided, all right, you know, I'm going to switch sooner than later. What does that transition path look like for them? 
If you have any version of Window Eyes version 9, then you can transition to JAWS 18 for absolutely no charge. You can choose whether you'd like to transition to JAWS Home Edition or JAWS Pro Edition. Now, those versions are functionally identical. There was a time when that wasn't the case, and so Window Eyes users who maybe haven't kept up with JAWS for a while may think that the versions are somehow different functionally. The difference is a licensing one, that because pro users who use JAWS in a work environment tend to take a little bit more um, to support because of their high needs, there's a cost involved in that. Um, if you just use JAWS on your own equipment at home, then it is the same product, but it costs less. So that transition is free and you can choose your version, mindful that if you want to keep it current with a software maintenance agreement, then the SMAs for the Pro Edition are going to cost a little more. So that will be a consideration when you choose your version. If you have a software maintenance agreement with Windowize and you have some counts on that SMA remaining, then that is also transferred to a JAWS SMA. If you have an older version of Windowize than version 9 and you don't have a software maintenance agreement, then there is a scale of upgrades that are very reasonably priced that you can find on the GW Micro website. So we put a lot of thought into this. What we wanted to make sure we really did look after people and honor the purchases. Uh, very good. And if people do have questions, let's get the phone number out there quickly if we can, and, and probably often throughout this interview. But um, it, let's tell people initially, who can they call? Where can they go besides the gwmicro.com website to see the pricing scales? Yeah, if you're eligible, we would encourage you to submit the form on the GW Micro website, the migration form. There's a very clear link to the to that process on the front page. But if you have any questions, then you're welcome to give our sales team a call. And that number in the United States is 800-444-4443. Great. And very easy number to remember, in fact. I did have one question from someone who is a Fusion user or has a copy, an early copy of Fusion. What happens in that case? How is the transition? Because originally that was uh, window eyes and Zoom text, correct? That's right. And just very recently, we have made a new version, the next generation of Zoom Text Fusion available, which really combines what we believe to be the best in screen magnification and the best in speech and Braille. So you have one install that will install Zoom Text and JAWS and group them all together. And that is available right now. It's just hits the VFO websites. If you have an earlier version, then uh, if you have an SMA, then it's counted as an, a software maintenance agreement upgrade. So we'd encourage you to contact our sales team and work through that process. What you'll have to do is uninstall the previous version of Fusion. So if you try and run the new install, which is available for 32 or 64-bit systems, and it detects an earlier version of Fusion on your system, it'll say, uh, look, you've got this earlier version for compatibility purposes and to give you the best experience possible, we'd like you to uninstall this. Uh, you'll uninstall and then you'll be able to proceed with the new install. So it is a stark kind of an upgrade, but it's necessary because of all of the um, behind the scenes things that had to happen to get Zoom Text and JAWS talking so closely together as they now are in the Fusion product. 
Ah, good. I, I can only imagine the work that went into that. Now, yeah. one of the things that I can tell you, because I have a Fusion user in the household here, he is a very heavy user of the physical mouse. And I'm trying to convince him from everything I've read, JAWS seems to handle that really well in terms of probably about the Fusion product and just JAWS as a whole. Would I be correct in saying that? Yes, we've made a, a lot of progress in terms of mouse navigation with JAWS recently. But of course, for a magnification user, somebody who uses the mouse extensively because they have sufficient vision to see the screen, then all of those mouse functions are going to be handled at the zoom text end. So where it makes sense for something to be handled by speech, we'll do that with JAWS, where clearly there is a low vision purpose then Zoom Text is going to handle that. And that's the wonderful thing about Fusion is that you can take the best of both worlds. You can run Zoom Text on its own and you can run JAWS on its own if you want when you install the Fusion product. Or oh. there's an icon on the desktop that runs Fusion and have them both running at the same time. So as you can appreciate, if you do training, uh, if you're in an environment like a library, say, and you want to provide the most accessible experience that you possibly can so that when a customer comes in with low vision, they have uh, access to, say, a, a computer terminal at a library or at a bank, or you want a blind person to also be able to access that same computer, then putting Fusion on is the obvious way to go because you can have one or the other running or both when the Fusion package is installed. Ah. And actually, since I am in charge of some of the adaptive equipment at my workplace, that may be our solution for our student computer at the Guide Dog Foundation. Right. So kind yeah. of excited uh, to talk to you folks about that. Now, let's go to the practical side of it. So someone decides they're going to make the switch from window eyes to JAWS. What kinds of things do they need to consider and what's the learning curve here? Well, I'm certainly not undervaluing the fact that there is one. I mean, there is a learning curve, and that's why as soon as we were aware that we were going to be discontinuing future development of Window Eyes, we let customers know right away because that gives people a chance to transition. There's a lot of muscle memory involved in using your screen reader. You sit at your keyboard and you press those keys and you don't even think about the keys you're pressing when you've been using them for years. So you've got a lot of notice there. There are a number of things. First of all, we're producing thanks to Raul Gallegos, who of course many Windows users will have fond memories of when he was with GW Micro. He now does his own training work. And he knows Window Eyes and JAWS very well. So he's produced a number of audio modules that explain some JAWS concept, uh, concepts in Window Eyes language. And so you can go through those modules and hopefully that will assist you to transition, get your speech sounding the way you want it and choosing your voice and some of those really elementary things to get up and running. We do have a comprehensive help system built into JAWS. So you go into the JAWS window, you bring up the help menu, down arrow a couple of times, and you get to the JAWS help topics section. It's a very comprehensive user guide built right in. There's also basic training, which is sort of a multimedia daisy presentation where Dan Clark talks you through getting to know JAWS, the text is there as well. So if you um, review it on your computer, you can review the text. But also, since it's DAISY, you can get it onto a device like a Victor Reader Stream or a Plex Talk Pocket, or you could even put it into Voice Dream Reader on your iPhone and listen to it independent 
of JAWS, which may be quite helpful to begin with. There are also additional webinars online. One of the things I'm really proud of uh, about what VFO is doing is that the number of webinars and training modules and things is really extensive. So if people do want to take the time to explore those, there's a lot of information there. Great. And where can people find that kind of information, the webinars and particularly the DAISY presentations? I, I'm, I'm just smiling here at the thought of um, is someone reading about JAWS on their iPhone. <laughs> Well, it's a world in which we live, you know, and, and Absolutely. We're, glad, we're, we're glad to make that possible. You can go to um, the help menu in JAWS and there's a link to the training material right on that help menu. And there's another thing too, which you may find very useful, which is called our Surfs Up tutorial. And that's a series of web pages that demonstrate how to work with the many powerful features in JAWS. JAWS keeps right up to date with web standards like the latest in ARIA, uh, this, the so-called Web 2.0 applications. We have a feature built into JAWS which application developers can leverage so that when you go, for example, to the Facebook site, which actually makes a lot of use of keyboard shortcuts that by default would conflict with some of the JAWS shortcut keys, we give application developers the ability to override that so that the native Facebook shortcuts, for example, work on their website, but the keys continue to perform their functions on other websites. So all of that is explained in Surf's Up, and links to that are on the help menu, or you can head on over to freedomscientific.com slash training, and you can get to everything from there as well. And that's where you can find out about webinars that are coming up. We've got a Microsoft Office one starting shortly and a whole bunch of other cool stuff like that. And you can also get webinar archives as well of things that we've already done. Oh, great. Great. And there is also a certain podcast, which I will mention, which I went back to get some of the past issues of to find out some things. And that is the FS cast featuring ten a years, person. Ten and a half years. Ten oh, and a half years wow. I've been doing this for now. Yeah, oh, my this, goodness. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so this is Freedom Scientific's podcast. We've produced 140, I think, episodes of FSCast now. And we do a couple of things with FSCast. Obviously, when we have something new and cool to say, we tell you about it there first. So, for example, we just did a podcast that covers some of the new visual tracking features that we have in JAWS, which really help trainers who used to get a bit frustrated when a blind person was surfing the web. We didn't provide a visual way of letting a sighted person see where our virtual cursor was on a web page or in a, a PDF document, for example. And so we've introduced that now. And we demonstrate that in the podcast and we talk about Zoom Text Fusion, the next generation, which we're oh. extremely excited about. <laughs> so that's in the, the podcast that's just out. So we do the tech stuff. But what we also like to do from time to time, and I think this is really important, is you know the technology is only a means. It's not an end. And I love to get people on from around the world on the podcast who are doing really interesting things with JAWS and other VFO products who are actually having their lives enriched by the fact that they are uh, being empowered by this technology. They're taking it and running with it. And so we have all sorts of interesting people that we talk to as well. So those are the two purposes that we seek to serve. Oh, 
And I actually really like the focus of this visual tracking because one of the things I've also been doing at work is trying to figure out why certain web-based applications may not be as accessible as, say, they need to be in order for everyone to use them. And to be able to show a sighted person, hey, I'm right here on the screen. I know, you know, my speech is talking, but you're not putting that with where my cursor actually is. And that, I think, is going to be hugely helpful uh, to us and to work with our IT department to show them this is where we are on the screen, but this is what we're not hearing. Yes, that's what we're aiming for. Not able so, to act upon, yeah. Yeah, so so there's that um, use case, and there's also people who just have a little bit of vision who may be able to benefit <laughs> from the, uh, the the visual tracking feature as well. Obviously, if you have sufficient vision that you can work with the web page in that way, we'd encourage you to take a look at Zoom Text Fusion as well. But yeah, we demonstrate that and how to set it up. You can enable it or disable it for individual web or, or virtual cursor-based applications. Currently, it's humming along nicely in Internet Explorer and Chrome and Firefox and also in Adobe Reader with PDF files. And as I understand it, JAWS is going to be working or is now working with Edge to a point. We have JAWS working with Edge internally, but we don't have any software out for you to kick the tires on yet. I would expect that we will have that by the beginning of July, probably. That's the target. And obviously, if that slips, it's only because we don't want to give people things that we don't feel are ready. If you're interested in Microsoft Edge, and, and one of the cool things about it in Windows 10 now in the Creators Update is that you can load EPUB files and read ebooks and other things directly in the uh -huh. browser. So there are some pretty cool things. Then I'd encourage you to go back a couple of episodes of FSCast where I spoke with Glenn Gordon, who is VFO's chief technology officer. And we talked about why it's taking so long. Because I get that. People are saying, you know, Edge has been in uh, Windows for some time now. Why is it taking you guys so long to roll it out? And the answer is that for a bunch of security reasons and decisions that Microsoft have taken, we have to get at the information on the page when using Microsoft Edge in a very different kind of way. The techniques that we can use with Explorer, with Firefox, and with Chrome, they simply don't work anymore. They're not available to us in Microsoft Edge. So we talked with Microsoft about this. We've worked closely with them. Uh, they and VFO have partnered up. And we're going to try and deliver the very best experience we can within the constraints of the of the new technology. So you will see Microsoft Edge as a free update to all existing JAWS 18 users before the end of the JAWS 18 cycle for sure. Oh, great. And it sounds like that might happen right around the national conventions in this country. So that Yeah, that's what we're aiming for, so that we can go to convention and we can say, look at what we've got here and you can have a go at the booth and that sort of thing. So but obviously yeah. if we just if we feel it's not ready, then we'll have to hold back. But you know, that's that's our target at this point. Oh, great. Now let's talk about the enterprise you know, folks who are using, say, window eyes or whatever they're using now and want to switch over to JAWS for enterprise use. Let's talk Office 365. What can I expect converting over to JAWS and Office 365? Microsoft is partnering very closely with us on Office 365 access. And I know you cover technology on a regular basis and you will have seen this culture within Microsoft where 
they really are living and breathing accessibility. And we're not just talking about little things that make Microsoft Office work a bit better, a little bit more accessible. There are really substantial things like the Tell Me feature, which is great for accessibility, where you can hit a hotkey in Office 365, Alt-Q if you're not familiar with it, uh, type in what it is you want to do and down arrow, and then you'll get a whole bunch of options that match what it is you're searching for. So no more sort of hunting through the ribbon and thinking, where did I find that oh, thing? Yes. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, all sorts of things improving with the positioning and the functionality of the accessibility checker and on and on. So we really strongly believe now that the way to go is with the whole software as a service concept from Microsoft. And if you're able to pay your subscription to Office 365, it makes financial sense, but it also makes accessibility sense because eventually another version of Office, another big one will probably come out and you'll have to plonk down a whole bunch of cash, possibly on multiple devices to get your Microsoft Office up to date. With Office 365, the updates are coming thick and fast. They're coming through regularly. There are significant accessibility improvements using technologies like UI automation. And it's just a great investment. I mean, um, here we pay, gosh, it's, 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 is it seven, eight, nine dollars a month or something? It's not a lot. And we have access no. uh, to Office on five computers. So, my daughter, who's a university student, she uses our Office 365 subscription. A couple of my kids do as well, my other kids. And um, Bonnie and I do as well. And it, we just think it's, it's a bargain because all of the updates that we're getting, and we don't have to, you know, stump up a big bunch of cash up front to make the initial purchase. Sure, and that includes the Office 365 on the Mac as well, which I have here as part of our subscription. So that's one of the one of the five that I'm taking up in this household. But um, for those people who are using it in a business environment, it is really a good skill to have to know that you can operate within those programs, the Office suite of programs within 365. If you're out looking for work or if your company is changing over or something like that, it's always good to say, hey, look, I've got it covered. Yeah, and it's cross-platform, as you say. So not only does it work on other desktop platforms, but it also works with your mobile devices. So if you have an Android or an iOS device, you can log in to your Office 365 account and use either, say, OneDrive or Dropbox. I've just been using Dropbox for so long that it's it tends to be what I stick with. So I have all my documents and my Dropbox folder, and I can get at them with my iPhone and do a quick bit of editing. I personally find that, um, you know, when I'm doing series editing, I want to come back to, to Windows and JAWS, but it's okay for a bit of review and a quick bit of editing. And I can also, of course, since it's all in Dropbox, pick it up on my L Braille as well, which we're very ah. excited about. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about the L Braille because this is something really new. <sighs> Look. I, uh, because like you, I work with a lot of technology uh, in different capacities. You can get a bit jaded, but L Braille is just one of these products I have dreamed of having because you've got a note taker with all of the features that note takers have, you know, portable, no screen, nice and small, sort of 18 to 20 hours of battery life. But the big deal with this is that it is running full Windows 10, no kind of cut down version of, of Windows at all. You've got your full JAWS and you can put all your applications on this little note taker device that you would on any laptop computer. So you've got your full Office 365 suite. It's got built in LTE and you can 
put a SIM card into the device and take it with you. And it's just amazing, you know, to be sitting with this little thing around my shoulder. It's got a carrying strap you can sort of hook into it. And then you have a little bit of time to kill. You're in the back of an Uber or a cab. You just turn on the cell braille. You've got an LTE connection. You can quickly check your email, um, do some work in Word or whatever, all with braille entry. And then, of course, when you get back to the office, if you want to, then go ahead and plug a USB hub into the USB port. And into that USB hub, you might have a keyboard, so you can use it as a a full QWERTY device with JAWS. You could have a a sound card or two, any number of peripherals, uh, a portable hard drive, just plug it into a dock and you're up and running. So this thing is a game changer and we, we don't have too many game changers anymore because technology has matured, but this thing rocks. Wow. And it does have a Braille display, correct? Yes. Yeah, so what happens is you have a, a small dock. This is the 14-cell version. It's kind of a, a, a customized dock into which a Focus 14 very securely clips in. It kind of locks into place so that if you weren't the person doing the locking, you would think that it was all one unit. The advantage of this approach is that you only pay for what you don't have. So if you've been using a Focus 14 Blue with your iPhone already and you have JAWS on your system, then we're not going to ask you to buy another Focus 14 and another copy of JAWS. You've got those already. All we need to give you or sell you is the L Braille dock bit itself and all the things that you have already uh, just slot in there. Your JAWS will work. Your JAWS will authorize. Um, Your Focus 14 will clip in, and if you want to, you can clip it out again. But, of course, the other cool thing about the Focus 14 is that it has the Power 123 feature. So you can be using this in your L-Braille and taking your L-Braille around with you with all the cool Windows functionality. But if you get a text message on your iPhone, you can just tap the power button on the Focus and then press dots one, two, three, and instantly you're on your iPhone and you can reply to a text message in Braille and then you can switch back to your work again on the L-Braille. Wow. And how many devices can that the 14-cell pair to right now? Right now, you've got a choice of uh, the USB, which is what the L Braille is, is effectively using, and one mm-hmm. Bluetooth device. Ah, okay. Well, honestly, I mean, the, probably the phone and, and the computer are about all you're going to be working with at once, I would think. But um, very interesting, because when this first came out, I, I thought... What would I ever use that for? But then, you know, I looked at some of the other sort of tablet-type devices out there and said, well, why is there nothing like this for Windows? So now there is. Yes, I just personally really like it a lot. Um, I like the idea of not having to make any compromises. I always feel when I'm running the mobile version of a piece of software, no matter what it's on, that sometimes there's a feature that I want that may not be included for whatever reason because um, of processor issues or whatever it is, and they've decided not to put this particular feature in. And I think the, the ability to be able to use JAWS with Braille commands when you want to be ultra portable and get things done, but then plug it in and on that same device, you've got all your full JAWS functionality. It's a really big deal, and I think this is the natural maturation of the note-taker markets to say, look, we've got the power now uh, in terms of computing. Let's go full Windows. Let's not make compromises anymore. Mm-hmm. So 
on the enterprise scale, also, there are the networking aspects and VPN and things like SharePoint and other programs. How does JAWS work with those programs? Very well. I mean, I log on to VPNs on a regular basis using JAWS. I think one thing I would say is that there have been some issues within Windows settings, certain elements of the Windows settings, where accessibility does seem to have declined a little, and I'm sure that this will be addressed over time. So what I find is a good strategy is that even if you don't have a touch device, we introduced into JAWS a uh, technology called the touch cursor. So people are usually familiar with at least the PC cursor and the JAWS cursor and the virtual cursor. We have this thing called the touch cursor that allows you to use any Windows 10 device and any Windows touch device as if you had a touch screen, even if you don't. And that can often be a really good technique for getting around some of the accessibility issues in certain apps or within settings. And uh, in fact, we have a feature in FSCast called JAWS Byte. And that's where sometimes I do it. Uh, a lot of other times, end users do it. They submit a little helpful tip on using JAWS in interesting situations. And we had somebody who was submitting a tip the other day, and I think we published this in 140, 139, where he said sometimes using the touch cursor can give you access to parts of an application that any other cursor does not. So that's a useful strategy to learn if you're just getting into JAWS. Hmm. And I hadn't even thought of that for some of the applications that we use that are either web-based or, you know, just something really obscure. So, huh, wow, I may have to uh, go back and review that podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's, right. a, it's a real treasure trove of information. Right. Now, I do have a final question for you about a feature that I found really, really handy. I heard about it, and then I promptly forgot how to do it. Um, <laughs> but it's sort of the equivalent to Alt-Q, but within JAWS. Let's say I want to know how to do something within JAWS, and I can't remember what the key combination is, or I'm not sure even what I'm necessarily asking for. What is? Can you explain that feature? Hopefully, you know what I'm talking about here. Uh I do, I'm pleased to say, and actually we had this in JAWS even before Alt-Q, so I'm very proud of that. JAWS is a really powerful screen reader, and I have no hesitation in saying it's the most powerful screen reader available when, when you, you, you want that kind of power when you're on the job, when you're working in a range of interesting, challenging environments. And that means that there are a lot of things that you can do with JAWS. So what we did was introduce a JAWS search feature. To get to this, you press the JAWS key with space and you'll hear a little kind of click sound. And then you press J for JAWS search. When you do that, there's an edit box that pops up and you type in what it is that you're searching for, maybe just a keyword or two. And once you type that in, you're presented with a, a web page that has all of the matching features that we think you might be after. And if you press enter on any of the hyperlinks on that page, it actually activates the feature. So it's a great way to get to know uh, what JAWS can do. Ah, fantastic. And the probably the one feature that really surprised me with JAWS 18, I was looking to get some different voices. And I noticed that the vocalizer voices come with JAWS 18. Wow. Yes. You don't have to buy them as you do with other uh, screen readers necessarily. No, and they come in two flavors. So we have the high premium versions of the vocalizer voices, and they are very clear. Because we work closely with Nuance to integrate 
their latest speech technology directly into JAWS. It's very responsive. And you can bash those keys and get very quick <laughs> response. And that's important to a lot of us geeks who want, you know, we're, oh, yes. we're, we're up to moving away from eloquence <laughs> to high quality options maybe, but we do not want to sacrifice responsiveness. So because of that tight integration, it's snappy. So you can download those. There's a cost and that is in disk space. Those voices do take up quite a bit of space. So if your space is at a premium on your machine, you might want to think about how many voices you keep installed. You can install them all if you like and audition them and then delete the ones that you find you're not using. Um, we also have a bundle of compact voices that you can download. These are the lower quality voices, but some of them have slightly different tonality and intonation. Uh, my view, I don't think is a very popular view, but I really like the compact Daniel voice because of how responsive it is at very, very fast speeds. So when I'm proofing things, I like to use the compact Daniel if I'm not using eloquence for whatever reason. So it's good to have choices because as you know, speech is a very subjective thing. Also, oh, of course, yes. keep in mind that um, all these voices, they just work in Zoom Text Fusion as well, the, the new generation of Zoom Text Fusion. So you've got a lot of choice there. Ah, great, great. And will JAWS possibly be working with some of the new Microsoft voices? I know I, the, the folks are trying to work with Microsoft to open up some of those voices that are right now used only by narrator. So let's take a look into the future in our last few minutes here. And what's the future looking like? Is that something that might be out there? The future is bright, but I don't have any specific information on whether uh -huh. we are going to be able to leverage those voices or not. When we go to convention, I believe we will be able to talk a little bit about some of the things that is that are coming in JAWS 19. It's going to be a really exciting release. And we do tend to just let ourselves go a little at convention and talk a bit about <laughs> some of those features. So you can watch the space for that. Oh, good. And I will not be at convention this year, unfortunately, but I'm sure Jeff and company will have that well covered. Well, Jonathan, I'd like to thank you. And before we let you go, let's go over once again how people can find more information about JAWS and about Fusion and all of the other things that Freedom Scientific and VFO are doing these days. Yeah, VFO have a number of websites, but if you head on over to freedomscientific.com, you will find links to Fusion, which is on the AI Squared site as well because of the Zoom text part of that. And we're always keen to hear from you. We're really excited about some of the things that we're doing at the moment. There's just so much energy and positivity about delivering the best products we possibly can so that people can succeed in whatever endeavor they pursue. It's a great environment to be involved in. So do feel free also to give us a call and I'll give that number again. It's 800-444-4443 and you can talk to our sales team there and we'll be glad to help you out and answer any questions. You can also follow various VFO Twitter accounts and Facebook uh, and you can check those out on the website AI Squared or Freedom Scientific and you can find information on social media there. Great. Well, thank you very much, Jonathan. As always, we appreciate this, and uh, I'm sure we will have you back to talk more about JAWS, about computer access, and just about anything else that's on your mind, except maybe <laughs> cricket, because I'm sorry, I don't understand cricket at all. But <laughs> I'd be happy to do it and, and even happy to explain cricket to you as well. Oh, boy. <laughs> I see a future show coming. Well, thank you so much, Jonathan, it's my for pleasure. joining us. Hi everyone, this is Janine, and yes, I have made the switch 
from Window Eyes to JAWS. Honestly, here I haven't used Window Eyes for quite a while. I typically use NVDA, but I did take advantage of the ability to get JAWS. And I am going to show you one of the things that was a mystery to me. and <laughs> It was very difficult to find information about it initially. When JAWS first starts up, you hear a lot of keys speaking, like the Alt key and the Tab key and a host of other keys, like the Enter key. And you wonder, how can I make these keys not speak, as they typically don't speak in other screen reading programs like NVDA? So there is a way to do this, and I will show it to you very quickly. We are going to go into the JAWS Settings Center by hitting Insert, which is your JAWS key, and the number 6 on your regular alphanumeric keyboard. JAWS Window dash JAWS Settings Center dialog. Search box edit. Okay, here is our Settings Center. And we have a search box, and I happen to know what we want in here. We want the key label manager. So I'm just going to type in label. Enter. One search results list box. Manage key labels dot dot dot. And there is manage key labels. Manage key labels dialog. Key labels page. Key labels page. List one list view. Add plus speak. So we have a whole list here of keys that we can manipulate the labels on. You can either change what they say, you can uh, mute them, which is a fabulous thing. So I'm going to show you. Apps application speak. Okay, there is. Admin attention speak. Back backspace mute. I have my backspace muted. If I press the space bar. Back backspace speak. Now it will say backspace every time I hit my backspace key. I don't want that, so I'm going to go ahead and press that space bar again. Back backspace mute. Cancel break speak. Capital caps lock speak. And I actually like my caps lock spoken, so now if I hit the letter S, because this is a menu. S. Scroll scroll lock speak. Select select speak. Separator separator speak. Shift shift always speak. But what if I want the space bar? I'm going to go ahead and type SP. P. Space space mute. And notice my space is muted because I can't stand that. It drives me crazy to hear the space bar spoken. So here is where you can go in and set all of those wonderful things. Again, to go into the JAWS Settings Center, it is Insert and Number 6. And then in the search box, just type Label. And tab down, you'll see Key Label Manager. And you can hit the space bar on that and you'll be taken right in there. And you can just hit the space bar to mute any of those pesky key labels that you do not want spoken. Hi everyone, it's Janine with another Big App Smackdown. And today we are pitting two venerable apps in the arena for an OCR challenge. Our competitors are the long-standing champion of OCR, the KNFB Reader, and an up-and-coming new app with a special superpower. And that's Prismo Go with its cloud-based OCR. That's right, today we are going to pit Prismo Go's cloud-based OCR against KNFB Reader's onboard scanning for both speed and accuracy of the scan. And the reason that we're going to do it that way is that the scanning engine is the same for both of the onboard services with Prismo Go and KNFB Reader. So we want to make this a competition. And today we'll be using an iPhone 6S running iOS 10.3.2. 
our arena is fairly dark today, so both apps will be having their flash set to on permanently rather than auto. First, we'll start with what our apps have in common. Both apps are able to use the volume buttons on your phone, with volume up taking the picture and volume down giving you a report of the text that's visible to the camera. Both apps have a haptic sensor to tell you when you have the phone straight, either in the vertical plane or the horizontal plane. Both apps also allow you to save your files, but for Prismogo, you must purchase the enhanced package. Both apps are self-voicing. In the case of Prismogo, though, there is no way to turn down the volume of the speech, and it can be quite loud, regardless of what you have your volume of things like Siri set to. The speech for Prismogo is pretty loud. KNFB Reader, if you happen to be using one of the beta versions of the iOS operating system, does not allow you to change voices within the beta. KNFB Reader also has a columnar mode so that it will read down information column by column or straight across a column, which can be helpful depending on what you're trying to scan. Without further ado, though, let's go to the Janine's Desk Arena and see what challenges await our competitors today. And we have four of them, and we'll start with the crinkly silver receipt. Yes, fresh from my purse. It is a crinkled piece of silver paper, and that is a typical receipt you might find anywhere. Next, we have a business card. It has braille on one side and print on the other. Then we have a candy bar, yes, still in the wrapper, and we're going to read the wrapper to find out what kind of candy bar it is. Finally, we'll use our competitors to read a computer screen, something I'm sure we've all done with them at one time or another to get us out of a jam. So that's going to be our competition today in the Janine's Desk Arena. Without further ado, let's get to it. Our first challenge, direct from my purse, it's the crinkly silver receipt. KNFB Reader. Page one. Hello, Marketing 8300 Bastridge Ave Tacoma Park, MD 20912.05 stroke 06, 2017. Batch invoice approval code, NB method mode. Full stop. 12 hours, 9 minutes, and 48 seconds. Credit card visa sale chase visa 0001. CW 5352E3A9D34. Customer copy. 08443C chip read assure. 12900. Rismo go! Recognizing text. Mahalo Marketing 8300 O Stroll Avenue, Tacomo Park, Maryland, 20912. Credit card visa sale card chip card. ATC. The following. Batch. Invoice. Approval code. Mode. Saif amount. XXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXX
KNFB reader. Page one of one. Pause. And F9 slash T. Sarcares is a toll-free helpline for passengers with disabilities and medical conditions that provides assistance in preparing for the airport security process. Contact call 72 hours ahead 1-855-787 weekdays 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. ET. Stroke. Weekends holidays 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. ETTSA-contact center at tsa.dhs.gov federal relay 711. Prismo go! Recognizing text. SawCares is a toll-free helpline for passengers with disabilities and medical conditions that provides assistance in preparing for the airport security process. Contact. Call 72 hours ahead 1-855-787-2227. Weekdays 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. ET weekends holidays 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. ETTSA-contact center at tsa.dhs.gov federal relay 711. And now I have a lovely candy bar. But what kind of candy bar is it? And what else can I find out about this delicious candy bar? KNFB Reader. Page one of one. Pause. Button. Play. Button. Enoch TGG. Pause. SKQ. Fitrade Kosoa Project Nongma Project Org Certified Gluten-Free Net WT. Three ounces. 85G. Prismo Go! Recognizing text. Dark chocolate with cacao nib 72 cocoa. 3 ounces. 858. Now it's time to look at the desktop of my Windows computer. KNFB Reader. Page one one. Recycle bin Acrobat Reader one one. Pause. Button. One. Guide dog drop box. Order form. Microsoft Teams. GD order form 2017. Location. Acro RD32. C. Program files. X86. VLWVL Crobat Reader DC Reader. 11 comma dart. M8. Applicants and GRA. Guide dog application. Assistance dog pro. Kid a dog. Assistance Donya's Inter, Hovita, F, JLE, Outlook 2013, Windows 10 Upgrade, JA, AS18, 0 HTTPS Good, Travel Form Revised 201, Internet, Explorer, I8, of, Number 9F. Prismo Go! Recognizing text. Rockbox Microsoft Teams 0% Outlook 2013. File Xiaoyi. Dog. Windows 10 grade. Travel form said 201. So that's our competition today. I'll leave it up to you to decide which app won or if they tied for usability and practicality. Let's go over one final factor before we close this big app smackdown and its price. KNFB Reader is $99 in your iOS app store. It does go on sale, so keep watching around convention time and at special blindness events throughout the year. 
Prismogo is initially free to use the onboard scanning, but if you want that mighty cloud-based OCR, you're going to have to pay for it in units. First, you'll have to buy the enhanced pack for $4.99. That allows you to be able to click on links within the text and do things like bring up phone numbers or websites. The enhanced pack also gives you 10 free scans with the cloud-based OCR, and then you can purchase additional scans. And you can get 100 scans for 99 cents or 1,000 scans for 4.99, essentially half price. So the total price, if you want the full package to get you started with Prismogo, is $10. That's it for me from the Janine's Desk Arena. It's been another Big App Smackdown. Now it's time to eat that candy bar. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Main Menu brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. We'll see you next time.